Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for another episode of PRI Talk. Um, this is Jason here again. Um, had a really great uh, question um, thrown my direction by an athlete, and so wanted to kind of answer that really as in-depthly as I could, can. Um, there's kind of a lot of moving pieces to it, but <clears throat> um, but definitely wanna, wanna dive into this question. So uh, great question, like I said, um, and the question was, how do I know when a school is interested in me? Okay. Um, and like I said, there's a few layers that I want to dig through here and, and try to go through each of them the best I can. Um, did want to point out that this question was asked to me um, by a 2023 athlete. Um, and so I will get to her class specifically <clears throat> um, here in a couple minutes, but, but definitely going to start uh, with a 22 class first, um, because that's going to look probably a little bit different, um, overall. Um, so in general with athletes, uh, typically, especially in, in the 22 class right now, if a school's interested, they reach out to you. Okay. So that's, that is the general kind of guideline rule to live by. This is why I have, um, so many issues with athletes that send one email and they're like, well, they didn't respond. So they're not interested. Well, uh, that might not be the case, it might be the case, but also might not be the case. So, um, you know, you want to give coaches opportunities to respond. And so um, contacting them, reaching out to them at least three times before you just assume that they're not interested. Um, that's a good kind of rule that I try to follow um, with all of my athletes. So um, usually a school will reach out by mail. Um, if you have info somewhere on your profile, your club profile, your NCSA, SR, or a university athlete, um, that is usually where they will go to get contact information. If you do not have a someone like me um, at your club <clears throat> uh, to help with all of that, um, they'll usually find your information online somewhere. Um, and so if you have like an older address in UA, and especially for you parents that put your email address in UA, um, you definitely want to go check and make sure that that's updated every club season. Um, because I, depending on when you update that and, and, and what that email address looks like, you might check, not check it anymore. It might be a work email address you don't have access to. Um, so if it's an old, old email address, you probably want to go check that email out and see if you have any uh, emails from college coaches. Um, also, if you're an athlete that, that you don't check your email uh, very often, you probably should start doing that. Um, get in, I mean, start that, that, that early habit now um, in this recruiting process, especially younger athletes. Um, check your email regularly. Okay. Don't just use it to dump, you know, your, your old Navy emails, right? I mean, I get your, your social media emails from Twitter and stuff like that, right? Um, I get a ton of emails from a bunch of different places um, that I, you know, filter out. But but definitely something that you um, need to be getting to check regularly. Um, if you, <clears throat> if you uh, don't already have a recruiting-specific email, probably get one. Um, and I think, I think that's a really, really good idea to have just a... a um, email address that you use for recruiting and that way it'll help you to check it for one and then to just differentiate um, different things. So uh, the, the other part about the email thing um, that kind of drives me crazy is 
Um, you know, I hear, well, you know, my, you know, kids these days, they don't check their email, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they should. Okay. Especially if they want to play uh, volleyball in college um, or a sport in college. Okay. Email is the simplest um, kind of best way to get information to athletes. Um, there are some conferences that do allow coaches to send um, camp invites and questionnaires and stuff like that through text message. Um, and so I know some, I know several coaches that do that uh, consistently if they have the athlete's phone number because they know that the kid will respond then potentially. Um, and so, so there, there is, there are some situations where that is going to happen. Um, but you know, college coaches aren't on TikTok or Snapchat and things like. Well, they might be on Snapchat, they just don't message recruits. Okay, that's a bad idea for one and a no-no as far as rules go. So, um, so if you don't have a recruiting email, get one um, and then start checking your email. There's there's no excuse for you know uh, where you are in in the age piece, right? So you want to get recruited emails away for coaches to get in touch with you. Get used to checking your email. Okay. Um, if you, uh, if, if a parent has your information, uh, if you're a parent and you have your information in the UA system, NCSA or whatever, um, you know, they might text you, uh, as the, as the parent, because that's the, that's the info that you, you have, right. Uh, or the info that they have. Um, so you might get text in, texted information or the athlete might get text, uh, text message from a college coach. Um, so that's the, you want to make sure you're available basically, um, through email, through text messages, through all those different avenues, um, just be ready to receive that interest back. Okay. Um, and if you're, if you're emailing college coaches, which I think is great, um, and you're like, well, these, none of these college coaches are texting me, you know, put your contact info in your emails. So they can reach back out to you, right? That's obviously something that you need to be doing. Okay. Um, here, here's a little kicker though. Okay. If they email you, they expect a response if you're interested. Okay. So how do I know school's interested in me? Well, they'll email you. Great. Okay. Um, if they email you, you need to email them back. Okay. That's kind of the, the, the kicker of this interest part, right? And this applies for 2023 athletes as well. Um, I hear things all the time. Like they sent us an email a few months ago, but we haven't heard from them since. Okay. And my questions back right back to them are, did you email them back? Did you respond in some way? And, you know, a lot of times I'll get a, no, we didn't. Were we supposed to? Yes. Yes, you were. Okay. Um, they reached out to you, letting you know that they were interested in you and you sat on it. Okay. Instead of responding. Okay. And this again, applies to 2023 athletes, right? This is really important right now as we're getting towards the end of um, into the dead period, hopefully end of your club season and, and get closer to June 15th. Okay. Um, coaches are going to reach out to you and send you a questionnaire and send you a camp invite if they're having camps, right? Things like that. They're going to reach out to you. They're going to want some sort of response, whether you respond directly to that email or send them an email a week later, something like that. Okay. Um, but, but, but if, if, we are thinking on this side that college coaches aren't weeding out athletes right now, even though division one coaches can't see them live. They can't really respond one way or the other. Like they are. Okay. I had a phone call with a coach the other day and, and she said, Hey, you know, if this kid's interested in us, like we've sent her, 
you know, questionnaires and she hasn't filled them out. And, you know, we have other kids on our list. We can move on. Right. So, so this is before even June 15th that, that the weeding out process begins. So if you are getting a camp invite, if you are getting a questionnaire, you need to be responding to that email in some way. Okay. It does not, um, one email five months ago does not mean that that establishes interest for all of time. Okay. Coaches will move on. I remember talking to a dad um, and, you know, he gave me a list of schools that, you know, there was mutual interest in. um, And I asked at the time, what I thought was a pretty basic question. um, And I said, how many of these schools have you emailed in the last three months? And his answer was none of them. And and in my head, I said, all these schools are done. Like all these schools have moved on. If, If you literally have not talked responded, emailed, communicated in three months with these schools, they're all done. And they might actually, maybe they're not done, but they're definitely probably past you at this point. Okay. So, so communication, like I've said on, on, on numerous occasions is really, really important. Okay. Um, uh, so when, so when they reach out with interest, which is great, by the way, um, it's always good that schools reach out to you with interest. Um, I, I do think that athletes need to be doing the, the majority of the first contact. Okay. This goes back to, um, this idea that there are way more athletes out there than there are, um, colleges to play in roster spots to play in. Right. So like right now you're only talking about 4% of high school athletes that play volleyball are playing at the NCAA at the NCAA level. Okay. Only 4%. So there are a lot of athletes that college coaches can go and get. Okay. Um, so athletes, you need to be the ones reaching out. If you can be the first contact, if you can be the one to get yourself in front of that coach before they watch you live, um, you know, I think that is, is a, is a better way to go. Um, in my opinion, um, you need to be, um, responding and continuing to respond through the process. Okay. Um, that's a really, really, really important piece. Okay. So what's next after the email? So we get an email, there's mutual interest. We email back, say, Hey coach, thanks for the email. Really looking forward to talking to you about your program. Okay. That's, there's definitely stuff that we need to change in that email, uh, that I would suggest you change in that email. Um, but what comes next after the email? Okay. This is a process. This is a progression. Okay. There are phone calls, there's texting, there's visits, there's camp invites, there's Um, just talking about what you're watching on Netflix. There's just getting to know each other, right? So this is a process. Recruiting is a process. Um, It can take some time. Sometimes, uh, you know, the mutual interest happens right away and and it's great for everybody. Um, That's not everyone's situation. Some schools have kind of a knockdown, drag out process that they have to go through just to get a kid on the phone, okay? Um, as far as their academic requirements and some of their pre-screening stuff that they have to do. Um, and every school handles recruiting process in a different way, but this is a process. Okay. That first email, which is great, is just the starting point. You have to continue the process. Okay. Um, and, and, and coaches over the last year, as we've gone through this dead period, were able to show athletes they were interested. Okay. Throughout this dead period, without going to watch them play live, without making unofficial or official visits. Okay. Some coaches did a fantastic job, um, of this in pursuing athletes. Others did not. Right. And that's fine. 
Um, some wanted to move the needle with kids pretty quickly and some were not in a rush. Okay. Um, some are still not in a rush, especially with the 2022 class. Okay. All the eligibility stuff, um, has made a lot of schools, ha has made a lot of schools, um, kind of put things on pause, not being able to, um, go out live and watch athletes has made a lot of schools put things on pause, but there is a way that coaches are going to show you they're interested. Okay. And, and the more coaches want to progress you through the process, probably the more you're interested, the more that you want to progress through the process as an athlete are communicating how interested you are. Okay. Um, and this is always what I'm telling athletes to do is, is nudge, nudge to take the next step, nudge to take the next step. Okay. And, and, and coaches know if the kid's kind of like, Merp, right, then, okay, maybe they're not as interested athletes same thing for you if a coach kind of stalls or goes merp or we're not really oh we're not really doing virtual visits right now and you know we're waiting till we can watch kids play live okay which might be a valid excuse but um like i said if if coaches are interested if they want to take the next step they're going to gladly take the next step in the recruiting process with you okay um move the needle take the next step pick a cliche right whatever whatever you want to refer to it but that's that's what is happening and has been happening with the 2022 class. And that trend is going to continue, right? If a school is interested, they are going to show you they're interested, right? Um, you need to make sure that you show that you're interested back right? as, the, as the athlete, okay? So the 2023 class, it looks a little bit different, okay? Um, because of, of the rules and, and how coaches can communicate with you or can't communicate with you. Um, depending on, uh, how you wanted to talk about that, but, um, it, it looks a little bit different. So right now, interest looks like emails, questionnaires, camp invites, general correspondence from the university. Okay. Um, if you are getting a bunch of, uh, just kind of general school information, like college information, um, if you've taken the, the pre-SAT, SAT, ACT, which I know a lot of kids haven't at this point, um, but if you've taken one of those tests, a lot of times that's the school sending out information. It's not the college coach. Okay. Um, now it might be the college coach. They might've said, Hey, can you add this kid to your list of stuff that correspondence that you send out to prospective students? And they're like, yes, of course we will add this. So, so it might be, I'm not trying to say it isn't. Um, I'm just saying that you, you might be getting stuff from a school and you're like, great, this school's interested. Maybe the school is interested academically and the volleyball program isn't. Okay, so those aren't always the same thing. Um, but the emails, questionnaires, camp invites, schools handle this differently. Okay, um, so you might get zero mail from a school between now and June 15th. And on June 15th, get an offer because you're their top choice. Okay, or... You might get a ton of stuff from a school, emails, snail mail. And then on June 15th, have a phone call and they'll tell you, hey, you're in our top 10. We're really excited to get to know you. And we hope you can at some point come out for a visit. Okay. Um, th those are pretty big differences, right? And, and the discrepancy between um, what happened last year on June 15th and what I'm, I'm sure is going to happen again um, on June 15th this year, although we'll see. The whole not being able to watch athletes play live has thrown quite a big, big spin on all this, um, but we'll see how things plan out. I will definitely be talking about that come June. Um, but the discrepancy is kind of twofold, right? Many coaches have their list in tiers, which is not, um, I'm not a big fan of that, uh, of recruiting tiers. 
um, which means you could be number 20 or lower on their list and still get stuff in the mail. Okay. Um, so that's, that's part one. Part two is some schools, because the interpretation of the rules looks different for each school and even conference, some coaches just don't do a whole lot of quote unquote early recruiting. Not a great term that I like to use um, because there's no such thing as early recruiting. In my opinion, there's just recruiting, um, but that's a whole other discussion. So I apologize for my digression. Um, but some schools just can't do a whole lot. You know, their, their hands are tied as far as how they can communicate interest um, to athletes. Okay. Um, and really a third, and I know I said there was two, but there's really a third it comes down to resources. Okay. Staff, right. Just people, money, budget. Um, some schools can handle the load of sending 75 t-shirts to athletes and some can't. Right. And that is, that is just where, um, the, you get the difference between the, the, the hundred million dollar, uh, athletics budget and the $15 million athletic athletics budget at the division one level. Okay. It just, it looks different. Okay. Um, so, so their coaches are going to show they're interested. It just might look different between now and June 15th and even after June 15th. Okay. Cause you have, you also have the discrepancy in, in, in personalities of college coaches, personalities. And some coaches are like, Hey, I want to text this kid at midnight. Let them know we're interested. Right. Other coaches are like, I don't want to bog them down on June 15th. I'm going to call them like on June 16th, right? So uh, you, you just get a bunch of different personalities. You get a bunch of different perspectives on the way to handle things. And so they're going to communicate interest in some different ways, okay? Um, and level of interest is is kind of all over the map based on, you know, where, where you are on that list of 75 t-shirts, okay? Um, so this is where the athlete is responsible for communicating with schools. And letting the school know that the athlete is interested in the school. Okay. You as the athlete can do that and you have the power to communicate your interest um, in a school. Uh, go check out my blog. Uh, I don't know which week it was, um, last week or the week before, <laughs> um, called Aim for the Middle. Um, just some of my thoughts on, on where athletes start the recruiting process and how um, you know, athletes go through their just start their list. Okay. Um uh, a really good, per, uh, in my opinion, obviously it's my opinion and my perspective, really good perspective on, on kind of what I see on this side and, and where athletes tend to send their first round of emails. Right. Um, so, so you as the athlete have the, the kind of power to communicate your interest in schools. Um, can also go check out my, uh, blog from several weeks ago. Um, I did a piece called 250 emails. If you haven't started your 250 emails, get on that. Um, I should be seeing lots of emails going out uh, from athletes uh, that, that I work with at different clubs and, and definitely should be seeing more. Um, now, uh, let me get back to June 15th. It, it's, anyone, it's anyone's game as far as who is interested, how interested, uh, sorry, um, who's interested and how interested they are, Okay. Um, but realistically, even for the 2023 class, you should be getting something from schools at this point. Okay. Um, but more so here in a month when season's over, it's been kind of, uh, cloudy and busy for college coaches, obviously having a spring season while they're trying to get recruit while they're trying to recruit and can't be out recruiting. There's lots kind of going on. There's always lots going on. Okay. Um, but realistically, like I said, you, you should be probably getting something from schools. 
in the 23 class, some sort of response questionnaires um, when you email them, uh, camp invites if they're having camps, right? So um, they are able to reach out and communicate um, some level of interest. You can email them on a consistent basis and let them know that you're interested back. Okay, that's really, um, really important right now. Um, so that's really how schools show interest in you. Um, you want them to be interested in you. Uh, it looks a little bit different from each school, um, but there should there should be something um, at a minimum, some sort of progression. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, they should be reaching out to you again, even if you're in the 2023 class, if they've been able to watch you. Okay. Um, if, if there's schools that you're interested in and you're in the 23 class, and you're like, man, they haven't sent me anything. Send them an email. Okay. Reach out to them, contact them, make sure that they know your schedule, make sure that they know when you're going to be on baller TV, make sure they know when you're going to be playing a qualifier in their area. Okay. Um, so, so please do the legwork on your end. Um, if you want to make sure that college coaches are watching you so that they can become interested. Okay. Um, the, I've said this several times in the last year, but but the whole drive-by recruiting idea or mentality, I don't make that argument on normal recruiting um, seasons and definitely not in the last year, right? Um, athletes, you guys are the ones in the driver's seat. You're the ones that are able to put yourself in a position to be recruited by, by, by reaching out to schools and letting them know that you're interested, Okay. Um, that's something that that you should really be doing right now and take ownership of that because um, you don't know who's going to be calling you on June 15th. Um, but if you want to at least have a say in who contacts you on June 15th, um, then you need to be doing doing some work. OK, so um, looks different for every athlete, looks different for every school, um, but but communication uh and responding is important to the recruiting process. And that's really how coaches are going to show how they're interested. So great question. Um, I know I talked a lot about maybe some different aspects of that. Um, there's not one school that's copied by every other school and there's not one way that a school shows interest. Okay. There's a bunch of different ways. Um, and so that's why I kind of talked about a bunch of different things, but um, hopefully that, that, answer helps um, you as far as going through the process if you're in 22 class or the 23 class. Um, hopefully that helps. Um, so great question. Thanks for asking. If you guys have other questions that you want to throw my direction, please reach out to me, um, Instagram, Facebook, um, PRIVolleyball.com. Uh, reach out and, and ask me those questions and I will be glad to, more than happy to answer them for you guys. Um, that's it. Um, always remember coaches are people too. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice as well as information on current and volleyball events and your support can definitely help make that happen.
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening.